Welcome back to another episode of Our Memorable Games. We're here tonight with Glenn Norfolk, who's going to go back through three of his most memorable games, some other memories he's got. Glenn is currently the sixth highest run scorer in South NLC and EMT's history since the merge. So welcome, Glenn. Yeah, well, cheers, Matt. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Good stuff. Um, okay, so going back to before the merge, I believe you actually were a bowler rather than a batter. Is that right? Yeah, it was, yeah, I was. I was. I, I, I would like to say myself a very good bowler. Um, I don't know what happened, um, but obviously things things changed. But yeah, at that time before the merger, before we come in, I was I was a bowler mainly. Good stuff. And you were telling me that you were entrusted with a last over once, but went ended in a strange circumstances. Do you want to elaborate yeah. on that? Yeah. So it's the last ball. I think it's against Eastwood. Eastwood needed two to win, so I've run up, bowled. Uh, the, their number 11's completely missed it and then Saggers uh, Ryan Saggers behind the stumps he's gathered it in he's run up to stumps but then just completely forgot to whip the bowels off to run, run the guy out and we all say Ryan what are you doing and the guy's already run through the game's tired I'd, he just it, he just blanked and it was the weirdest end to a game ever I don't, don't know why he did it it was just very strange and that convinced you that batting was the way forward after that was it yeah, because all that hard slog, and then you don't really end up with anything, like running in, and then something like that happens, obviously put, puts you off a little bit sometimes. Fair enough. Okay, so we'll come on to your games. So the first one's in 2010, so the first year of a merge. Uh, you were a second team player then, and quite a good side in that time. as quite a few youngsters, yourself, Ryan, Bobby Mills, Joe Simmons, along with a few older heads, like myself, Nigel Green, Ian Heiser. How do you find that year? You know, you know, coming coming into the new like the new merge, obviously we didn't know what to expect coming from Echo, never been in Shepherd name, obviously you hear things. But as soon as we come in, that that's it was just it was great from start to finish. We were all welcoming welcoming and it, see as soon as we started we just hit it off as a team as well. And as a club really, I think that was one of the, the probably the best seasons I can remember for cricket and and also the social side, because I think every every time we, we had a game, we were there at the club after. So it was just all of that put together just made it, made it one of the best seasons. Great stuff. So we'll come on to your first game, which comes towards the end of the season, probably four, five or six games out, and that's at home to Bellas. So a team challenging at the top, a game we couldn't really afford to lose. What are your thoughts going into that game? Uh, I was nervous. I think I remember rightly because obviously we we worked so hard all season. Uh, got to that point and we knew we had to we had to win to keep keep going that season. And um, remember we were batting. Uh, we batted very very well that day, especially the top order. Uh, got got the runs uh, very quickly. And then obviously we got to halfway. I think that day. Just on, you know, just, just get, go back to the batting. So reasonable start. And then a big partnership between Chris Mayer and Connor of 125. Yeah. yeah. They made the difference that day? Yeah, definitely. I don't think without their contribution, we would have got anywhere where we did as well. Uh, Chris, uh, I think it was, a, it was a great 100, I think. And then obviously Connor just backed him up as well. I know we lost a few quick wickets towards the 
then, but obviously we were chasing the game, getting the run, quick runs on the board by then. That's it. I think also in that context, because we, they were up there with us, we were the, going to back to 52 anyway, just to back them out of the game. Yes, we, were, yeah. we couldn't yeah. afford to lose it. Yeah. We, I think we went from 250 for free to 268 for six, which seems a bit of a waste of time, but I think it was just to take a bit of time out of the game and put pressure on them. Yeah, I, th- I think we had that conversation as well. We'd go as long as possible. And if we weren't in a position to even finish the 50, I think we were going to go on, I think if I remember rightly. We did have that conversation, I think, at some yeah. point. Yeah. As, yeah. As you say, eight points in the bank came yeah. off. And they put us in. So they obviously fancied chasing or didn't want to lose. Yeah. Um, would you have fancied us to win at half time or...? Yeah, I was confident, for, especially the way we were that season. We, we we did win a lot of games, and I was just, with the bowling tap we had, I was very confident. But I think, as you're probably about to say, as we went through that innings, it was tough. It wasn't easy. No, it wasn't. All. Three early wickets, and then a long partnership where just nothing happened. Didn't yeah. score. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't score. They, they, they were just dead batting everything. I think that was the time where you told me, go and get your lid on. And get under underneath. That was that was before drinks. I think that's what we started. We started doing that, and we started piling people around the bat to try and make something happen. So you're talking about things making things happen. Tommy Kenton made two things happen in that game. First of all, with a a catch on the rebound, and yes. with his bowling, got a wicket with a reverse sweep, got a reverse sweep in which seemed to open a door for us. Did yes. you then think this is the time that we can now go on and win this with that partnership broken? Uh, yes, I do. I, we needed something to happen because we did we did go very flat, if I remember rightly, for a few overs. We didn't think anything was going to happen, um, and then all of a sudden that wicket, and then the game just completely changed, just completely changed at, at that moment as well. And I That's think it. the wicket started falling very, very quickly. That's right. Uh, Mark Robinson came back from the from the top end, if I remember right, in bold, very quick, very straight. He was a big player for us that year. Would you make a Mark as a cricketer? I thought Mark was a really good cricketer. He, he his bowling was really, he, he was quick. Um, he normally was straight, and if he wanted something to happen, he would normally make it happen. Uh, I think the amount of times you threw a ball to him just to make something happen, he did, was it happened quite a lot that season, if I remember rightly. He just, he, he just literally just made things happen. And on, on, that, on that day, he made things happen. And quickly. Indeed. Yeah. So three very quick wickets. Tell me about the last wicket. Uh, I was at short leg, so Mark was bowling. It was a, I, think, I believe it was a bat pad, straight up in the air. And I think I lunged across the uh, wicket one-handed to grab it. And then I think my, my old man was watching and he said, all we could see after that was all of, all of you around me and then my helmet bobbing up and down on my head <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> it, was and a, then I, it was a big win, that was. Yeah, it really was a big a difference. Yeah, big win. And also it, it was getting tight at one stage as well. And obviously that, that I think it was a relief as well at the end that we actually got the job done. That's it, yeah. And then the last two games we won fairly comfortably. Finished off the season, get promoted up at Epping, I believe. Yes, we did. And yeah. quite a good night at the clubhouse yeah. afterwards. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good night. I won't mention anything, Matt, but it was a, it was a very good night. <laughs> anything goes. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's a great season that was 2010. Yeah, it was, real, it was really real good. good. So going on from 2010, so get promoted to Division Two next year. You make your first League Hundred. Yes, yes, Benfleet. I think it was something that I had wanted to happen uh, for a while. Maybe that first season I was probably forcing it a bit too much um, because obviously I think I was probably one of the last. Probably I think Sean got a hundred the year before, and I was probably one of the last ones to get a hundred as well. So it was quite a big moment for me going forward. I think from that point you then felt I can do this. I belong at this level. Yeah, yeah. I think I got first season, got a few thirties, and just got out, and I thought, oh, it's, ne- it's never going to come. And then all of a sudden, I think that day just just clicked. It really just clicked, clicked, and it, I think a big partnership with Connor at the start as well. Yeah. That day, so we put on a lot of runs, and then Chris Mayer again come in, and obviously helped me probably get to hundred. And then obviously we declared, and then we tried to win the game again. But yeah, it was a really fond memory that day. Just your first hundred, just to get it get it done, get it out of the way and then try and concentrate on get, scoring more runs, basically. You seem to have scored a lot of runs batting with Chris Mayer. Is that someone who you looked up to when you came through as a youngster at Echo? Yeah, yeah, it was. Chris was a big part of how uh, Echo and probably as part of the person I've become today as well, if I'm being honest, looking back, because I think the first, I think the first year I started playing twos with Echo, uh, the first game I actually played twos, Chris took me up to High Easter. And always, I always remember that trip. I think it was me. I think it might have been Ryan Saggers. It was one of the, one of the youngsters in the back of the car. I just had a really good day from start to finish. Made us welcome, um, and obviously encouraged us all the time as well. It was it was really it was a big part of it, big part of Echo. And obviously he was a captain as well uh, when we were all in the first team. Me, Bobby, and Zach, and obviously big part of just bringing us through. After what obviously Kev had done with us when we were young as well, Echo. So, yeah, two, two, yeah, so two, two big names probably within the within the club bringing us through. Great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, so we'll move on to your second game, which is in 2014. You're now you're still in the second team, but it's a much stronger second team now. It's into League One, captain by Tommy. Tell us about some of the players who are in that team now. Yeah, so I think I remember that day we had Kev. Uh, obviously, scores runs for fun, basically. The amount of runs I've seen Kev, uh, Kev score. Uh, we had Joe, who was just finding his feet in cricket in the second team. Uh, we had Aaron Butcher as well. And that I think Butcher that year was a big part of that second team. He scored a lot of runs. And he was a big part of that day. And then we had some old heads. So we had Waffham was there that day, uh, bowling for us, and obviously getting batting. And obviously Tommy. Obviously Tommy was a big part of that side as well. Okay, so we'll come on to the game. So you're you're playing Woodford Wells, who are up the top as well. I believe it's a case of whoever wins goes up. Was that the case? Yes, it was the the case. Um, I think we had to win. There was no Mm -hmm. doubt that we had to win. so it was a big game. There was pressure on. We were confident at the start of the game. We knew what we had to do. I think that makes it made it probably a little bit easier, yeah. knowing what we had to do to win the game. But saying that, it was still a tense. It was a tense yeah. game. So in the game, you get an early breakthrough, but then a big partnership. So they're up to about 130 for one. Yeah. You're then thinking something's got to happen here. 
yeah, I think we something had to happen. We were it was just starting to drift, and I think it was what we brought Ben back on, and I think it was there. I think it might have been their left hander, the guy we had trouble getting out in the first game at their place, and he oh, I was keeper at the time. He snipped behind me, got him, and then literally from that moment felt the game change. Yeah, that I'm looking at scorecard, Robert Leeper, a guy who's got a yeah. lot of runs, left-hander. Yeah. So it goes from, as you say, something happens. So you turn it to three for 147, which you're now back probably just about favourites. But yeah. they end up making five for 252. What are your thoughts at T? Is that too many? I was, uh, personally, I was nervous. I, I thought we could do it. I it's one of them games where you go to tea, you don't eat anything because you you know what was at stake. You just couldn't eat anything because you just you didn't know what to think. And it was just pressure. It was pressure. It was a big pressure. And I think quietly, maybe a bit nervous, but outfit we're confident. We'll go out there, we'll give it a shot, and we'll see what will happen. Okay, so you have a great start to the innings. Kevin Sibbo both score 50s, I believe. Yep. You're flying at that point. You think this is on, game on? Yeah, definitely game on. I think game on. I think I remember I was walking around the boundary at the time with a couple of the others, and I remember Kev got out, and I thought, oh, because every time Kev get, Kev's get out, and that's reaction, oh, here we go, might have a bit bit of a sticky patch here. But I think Aaron come in at that point, and within five, six balls, he was already, but he was just timing the ball so well. And in that point, thought, well, this this could actually be our day. And I think as it as it wore on, it just become more and more evident it was going to be our day. Mm-hmm. I think we had, we had a little bit of a wobble towards the end, um, but in but in the end, with what Aaron did was really really good. Yeah, Aaron got seventy on that day. I think he got seventy seven. As you say, he big part law runs that season. I think the last two games, Yanker chases. To yeah. win both games, but even in that last game, you're, you lose a few wickets at the end. It's gone to the last over, I believe. Yeah, it went to the last over, and I can remember it was dark. It was starting to get dark, and there was I think it was me, padded up, uh, Petch, and Maya all padded up. I all saying, "Oh, who's going to go in next? Who's going to do what?" Because none of us really wanted to. Was like, oh, I don't want to be left with this at the end no. and get out, and it will go horribly wrong. Um, was there a plan who was next in, or I believe it was Petch. Uh, I don't know why, <laughs> but I think Petch, yeah, he could hit a long ball and he, he could just finish it off straight away. But yeah, I think Petch was next in, and it was between me and me and Chris who were going after. But yeah, it was it was tense on that boundary at the end. Three, three of us, because you just think, oh, I don't want it to be left to me. No, I'm the one who gets out on the last ball when we lose again. Oh, we lose. Yeah, but Butch saw home. Yeah, Butch saw Butch saw us home, and then again, it was just a really good evening. I actually think Woodford Wells went out went up with us. Did they? And in the end, yeah, yeah, I think the other team who was there lost and lost quite badly. Mm-hmm. So they actually ended up with the points they picked up batting first, actually going up as well. Yeah, they got ten or eleven points yeah. from the game. Yeah. So it was a time going up, good stuff. So how did you find the Premier when you went up? What was second eleven Premier cricket like? It was hard. It was a lot harder than what I've. So I played the first, a few first team games when we were in league. We went to League One to start with, and that was that was tough. A completely different level. But going from that twos League One to that Premier is a different. It's a step up. 
it really is a step up. Obviously, we took. I think it took our time to find our feet. But that first season, we did find our feet and we did win a couple of good, really good games that year. I think we just stuck out as a group as well. See, when you talk about the level of a, of a first, sorry, second eleven Premier, you're talking about teams like ones to twos who could play in the first eleven Division Two and more yeah. than that. Yeah, you know, obviously, you 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 would have players that would come down who had played the first team Prem, basically. Yeah. And you, know, you just feel, whoa, yeah, this is complete. This is something different, obviously, for us at that stage. From what we've come from, from Div Three to all the way to the Prem, it was it were you think of them, them two leagues, that gap is huge. It is, it is yeah. massive. And a good, good atmosphere. Tommy was obviously captain at the time. Good young side. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It was a good atmosphere. We were a good side at that time. We were winning games. We knew we wouldn't be the best in that league. We knew exactly what what was going to happen, and all that we we met our target to stay up, and we yeah. just we just we just kept together that whole season, and we did obviously we did very very well I think for where we have come from to stay in that league that season. And the best part about it, I would say also, is it was with people like yourself, Joe Sibbons, Sean Grant, people who had come through our system. Yes, we as people who came in such as John Petch, but the core nine or ten was homegrown players, wasn't it? Yeah, and had been there from the very, very start, basically. Yeah. Even though it was a bit of chopping and changing due to form and obviously injuries, but it was basically the same people who come all the way through from that very first merger. No, it was great. Great for the club. And now some playing first team. And it's, it's a testament to people like Kev to bring you through. Yeah. Through the youth system. So that's great. Okay. So we'll move... We'll move on to game three. We've got some more stuff for after, but so game three is a third team game in 2015 away at Hornchurch. Yeah. Um, a game on the back of it's the Saturday after the Chester tour. Yes. So it's it's been a long week. It had had been a long week. I think you were there longer than I was. I think me and Joe went home on a Wednesday. But it was, it was still, it's still, even though it's, it's a long, old, it's a long yeah. week. Obviously, you travel, you travel up on a Sunday after the last Saturday game. Um, I think the first Sunday night, and not a lot of us remember no. as well. Um, and no, or not Monday <laughs> or not Tuesday. I don't think either. But but no, it's obviously you're doing that. You're playing cricket at the same time. It is, it is quite draining. And yeah, that it, it was a brilliant, a brilliant tour. Oh, I think both tours have been on have been absolutely brilliant, and that one was no no exception. It was really good. The difference really good with week. the second tour was we played some serious cricket. I think we won yeah. three out of the four games. We beat the national champions. Yes, we did. And we had a serious side. And most of us came back from tour, I think, in form with the bat or the ball. Yeah. You played, yeah. we'd all played quite well. So as, as, well, as well as partying hard, we played cricket. Properly yeah. that week, yeah. Because I, I think I went into that week and I was seriously out of touch. I hadn't probably scored the runs I wanted to. Um, I think I think it was either it was probably the Monday first game back or first sorry first game I played at tour. I got naught where everyone else scored runs. I ended up with something on my head that <laughs> then pictures are stay hopefully will stay hidden. But yeah. um, but then we went to we went to Neston and I didn't score a lot of runs. I struggled. But all of a sudden, just something just clicked. I don't know, it's just the opposition we're playing. Something we, we all kind of stepped up that day. And, yeah, just something that clicked. And then it just rolled into the Saturday. 
it's, it's, it shows how strange cricket can be. One one day you can be going terribly out of nick, and the next next day you, have, you hit a couple of balls for four, and all of a sudden you're back. Back in. You're so back you come in. on for a Saturday. It's a stinking hot day. Yeah. And we're stuck in the field on not the most pleasant ground. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it is not the most pleasant ground at all. And my memory of that was, it was, it was a disaster as a as a fielding effort. We dropped catch after catch. I think we. I think every single player, including myself, was keeping dropped to catch that day. Every single person, I think yeah. it was. And there was there were some absolute stinkers. Uh, I think I've I think one of the worst drops I've probably ever seen that day. If I remember rightly, I'm not going to mention any names, but it it was pretty bad all round. Was that mine at cover? It could have been. It could have been. I think there was two. There was two that were pretty bad, bad that day. Well, I think it's a case of after two, you can't can't move. But yeah, one came down that hill at Hornchurch, and I just didn't line it up right, so it went a yard to the left or right of me. Yeah. And it just you had your hands there, and it just went past, and you're like, yeah. oh. and it was, it was. Yeah. I think at two, no one was speaking to each other. We'd all fallen out. Yeah, we all had the arm of each other. It, it was pretty. It was pretty bad. It was a stinking. And I think I said, I think I think God was God was captain at the time. I think it was. It was yeah. yeah. And I, I, I said to him, mate, I don't really want to open. Uh, it's hot. I've been stuck under the lid for forty. God, God, how many overs it was? I just don't want to go. You're going out there. So he actually chucked me out there. I think in the end. <laughs> I mean, I'm quite glad he did in the end. But I wouldn't have thought it when I was strolling out there. No, that's it. So they got 272 for two, which yeah. is a huge score. It's a quick scoring ground, but it's a game somehow in that season, we're down the bottom of yeah. that table. I'm not sure how we got there. No. We were playing awful cricket. And a game, if we'd have lost that, we could very well have gone down. Which yes, we at the start yeah. of the season we were looking to go up. Yeah. Not so you you opened, I believe. Yes, I opened with Tricky, I think it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I remember I remember the first I don't know, it was weird. If I remember I always remember the first over and I don't know why. Uh guy played a couple of times over the years since then, but he just come in and it was just a full a couple of full tosses outside of off stump. I hit him for four I hit him for four and I thought, Oh, this 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 could be okay. It's quick it was a quick scoring day. And you thought, oh, I'm just going to give it going and just see what happens here. That's it. So we lose two early wickets, Richard Hawkins and Aaron Butchers at three. Um, now, Aaron didn't bowl that day. I assume he could only have been playing because he was injured. I actually think he was playing because I think we were in that much of a pickle in that league. We had to put some names down there to try and get us out of the hole. Right, I think, that's, okay. what it, I think that's what it came down to. So especially Aaron, I think Aaron come down to help potentially come to help us out. And got one. And got one, yeah, got one. <laughs> if he, oh, Aaron will get some runs. Uh, I think, I think I don't think it was a great shot to be honest. If I remember rightly, but he got one, and I think, I'm standing at the other end going, okay, this could be a very tricky afternoon. So I think it's symptomatic of our season, really, that we got yeah. someone down who's going to score us runs, and he gets one. Yeah, and then. So Sean comes in, gets 24, I think. But yep. with 20 overs left, we are 130 for free, chasing 273. Yep. Which, seven and over, tough. Fancy our chances? 
I think at that point I did because that, that I think on one side of that ground it's very very short. Yeah. And you could literally miss time it for six. It, it, it is that short. It wouldn't have to be a big hit. So I was still confident. And but my I think the other day they had that uh, leg spinner. Uh, he come on and he, he was so tight the whole game and I think I think either I said to you or Sean we've got to see him off otherwise we will not win this game because he was that good and he was controlling it but he controlled it for about I think 10 overs literally at one point I think it was I think it was really hard to get away Well you batted really well you scored runs you get 70 or 80 I remember batting with you and oh, I got a cut times was, I'm that good and I think because it's part of a day also. It was a case of having to say to you, yeah. just bat, go away. Go away and bat. And yeah. you were hitting it well that day. You were hitting it yeah. really well. Every, yeah. every ball seemed to go for four. Yeah, I think I think at one point, I remember the drop. I think I got dropped at long long on. And I, and it, I think at that moment, I think I settled myself back down again. I went, hang on, I've got to win this game now. Yeah. I was on about 89 at the time. And I thought, oh, I can't. I can't do that again. No, that's it. Because no. you and I put on, you and I put on 130, 100, maybe 140. But I wasn't, I wasn't batting as well as you. But what I could do was get one and get the, get you back on strike. That's, yeah. It was you were scoring the bulk of the runs, but we were working well as a partnership. Yeah, we were. Um, yeah, that we were. I think we were that day, and you were just you were literally in my ear, just telling me to get on with it. And I think I just, I think I just knuckled down and just did, just did it. So you get uh, 137 that day. That's yeah. your high score. Yeah. You're out with about 30 to win. At that point, do you yeah. think I couldn't have done any more, or do you think I've blown it a bit here? I think I remember getting out, and I think I was unlucky because I, I overbalanced. It was down the leg side. I think it was off their left arm spinner. And okay. and I think the, it wasn't a proper keeper. The guy was just, I think, just roped in. And it hit his pads and hit the stumps. Oh, uh, okay. I, yeah, so otherwise, I would probably been all right. But I've, at that point, I was so gutted with myself because I, I wanted to see it through because mm-hmm. I could see the finish line. And I just wanted to get it. And obviously, I, was, I knew I was close to 150 as well, which would have been a real good achievement as well yeah. for me. Obviously, looking back at it, obviously, you're still happy with it. but. In hindsight, we'd like to finish the game off and got 150. So Chris Gore comes in to replace you. I believe he's dropped straight away. Yes. He's dropped square leg or something like that straight away. No, I think he he was dropped. He was dropped on the boundary at fine leg. That was where that really small boundary was. Yeah. And then the next two balls sailed into the bushes. Yeah. Yeah, he, which made it a lot more easy. I think. I think you're about three sixes in the end. In that, he did, yeah, that was my recollection. He really, because like I say, I was struggling at time it that day, and he came in, got a quick twenty, out of probably the last twenty five. Yeah, and we got over the line because there wasn't a lot more to come. Matt Moen no. was about thirteen at the time, yeah. and it was it was a real struggle. But yeah. it was one of those games that if we'd have lost that. We could well have been back down, which yeah. that side would have been a disaster. Yeah, it would have been a disaster. It would have been a big disaster, and for the club as well. It was. So coming on to your 100, that was your fourth 100 for the club. But a few weeks, it should really have been your fifth 100 for the club, but of an incident a couple of weeks before. 
Yes. Um, over to you. I'll let you explain this to the listeners. And so, so this game we were playing, uh, is it Horndon we were playing, I think? It was Horndon on yeah, the Hill yeah, on so Sunday. Yeah, so on the Hill on Sunday. We'd all been out the night before. So I remember, I remember rocking up in a clubhouse and I just sat, I just lay down on the sofas at the back because I literally could not think, could not, could not speak and I just didn't want to play cricket. I don't even know why I said yes. And it was a stinking hot. I think it was Tommy Kenton Stagdo, I think, the night before. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, big night. I'm just laying there. There's, I can't remember who else it was laying there at the time. I think there's, there was quite a few, but I think Joe was like, Joe Robbins was like it as well. It was literally was bodies everywhere, I think. <laughs> and um, it was hot day. I think it was Dan uh, in, in Ingham who was captain that day. And <laughs> we all said to him, look, bat first, bat first. It's stinking hot. We're all hung over. It comes back, oh, we're bowling first. And we all just looked at each other and went, oh, here we go. So they, I think they racked up a decent score um, in yeah, the end. 240. Yeah, and then um, I got sent out to open. Was not best pleased about it to start with at all. I didn't want to be out there. So I stuck out. So uh, Hornsden opened up with Connor Hammond, which okay. I hadn't, hadn't seen for a few years and I didn't realise he was bowling now. And I can remember I couldn't lay a, lay a ball a bat on ball at all. He must have beat my edge about far, well, not more, probably 10, 15 times. So it goes on. I actually get myself in somehow and start scoring runs. Um, we lose a few wickets. We're not really up with the rate at any point um, until Joe Robbins comes in. Uh, Joe comes in, scores a quick fire 20, I think it was, get a couple of sixes, and all of a sudden we're, we're, we're cruising. Um, so... At this stage, I'm about 94, 95, I think, and Joe gets out and in trots uh, Alex Gillespie in at this point. So I think when Alex comes in, I was on 98 and I was facing. So I hit hit first ball the over down to long off. I thought I'd beaten the man, so I started running. And... So I didn't get back. So I was stuck, stuck down non-strikers. One, I think it was one to win. Um, there was still another over to go. And then Gillespie decides to slog across the line and hit the ball through, <laughs> through um, square leg four. I'm standing there. I didn't know what. I didn't. I, I didn't know what. To, I didn't know what to laugh or shout at him. I was like, "What have you done?" And I remember. I remember Connor, Connor Hammond coming out to me, going, "What has he done?" <laughs> <laughs> None of the oppo could believe what he had just done. No, we, I remember he did it and he raised his arms in triumph. But on the boundary of us, like of myself, Joe Robbins, danging them. And it was just a look at each other as if to say, nah, I haven't seen that. Have I? And people were like, he has just done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, I just remember standing there. So I, I didn't know what to think because at the time I, was, I, I felt so rough. I just wanted to get off. I think. And then when I got back into the changing room, I think Chris Mayer said something to me on the way back. And then all of a sudden it sunk in. And I was just like, why has he just done that? Why? Why? Uh, I just, I, you know, I think, looking back on it, it's probably my fault. I probably should have just hit the ball out of the park and had done with it. But when you're on 99, had the day we'd gone through, in hungover, blaze, or blazing hot day, and then just get stuck on 99 when you when I hadn't scored 100 for a couple of years, I don't think. So 
I thought, oh, I thought I'm never going to score 100 again, am I? It's going to be one of those things. But at least you got a few hundreds to fall back on yeah. as well. So it could be worse. Yeah, it could, it could be worse. But that day will always stick in my mind. I think it was sticking in a lot of people's minds as well. Yeah, it's, it, it's memorable. Yeah. So <laughs> I just come on before we finish. So you've had a, you've had a few injuries or more, more one major injury for the last couple of years. Yeah. What did you do? You did your... Yeah, I've done my ACL playing football. Um, so this is 20, 2018. So just went a turn and it, it just it just went no one around me. Mm. And just one of those things. So you, you barely played 2018, 2019? Three. No, I didn't I didn't play 2018. So that's the year I got married. So I didn't play many games at all. I right. actually had the games I did play. I had a very good season, I think. I think I was, I think it was averaging oh. nearly up. I think well with you, I was averaging near top with you. I think that year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was in late so, 2018. I really, injured. Yeah, late 2018, I got injured, um, which was a real, real blow. So I missed a hold of 2019. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest, the period, the period of time was it was hard. I'm not gonna lie. It's hard mentally. It's hard physically. Cause you just can't do what you want to do. Yeah. And obviously, at the time. I didn't know where I was going. So I spent a lot of time in what they call prehab at Southend Hospital. And I just thought I'd never, ever get back to playing anytime. So I didn't even expect to play uh, this season, just gone at all. Because I think I sort of got fed up with Southend in the end. And I ended up going to Brentwood to get my operation done. So I had that done in February. And I wanted to play. I was going to push myself to play. But I thought probably at that time... I probably wasn't going to play at all. And that really, I thought, oh, two years of that cricket. So I, yeah. I had a few injuries before and I missed a lot of cricket. I think 2016, 2017 as well, with another injury. And I just thought, oh, I can't be happening again. It was it was a really, really tough period. So really, the the late start to the season helped you. The fact yeah, that you started yeah. in July in a level that was quite, for want of a better word, quite comfortable for you. Yeah, sort of third, lower third, fourth team level. Nice way to ease yourself back into it. Yeah, well, it was. It was a really nice way to ease myself back. I know it wasn't the level I should be playing at. Um, but for me, to have that kind of like a rehab while playing, because I, yeah. I was close enough to be nearly... I was probably, when I first played that first cut, I was probably about 50% fit. But as I went on... Obviously, I got fitter and fitter as well, and I started feeling a lot better in myself as well. So, so you came, we come into the weekend, first, second weekend in August, yeah. where we're playing up at Bellas. Yes. And another hot day, and we're in a bit of trouble. I think we're about 50 for four. Yeah, I mean, we were back, big get some runs. But personally, you get 92 that day. Yeah. Does that give you the confidence that I can do this? Knees are getting there now. It's, yeah, I think it, it gave me a real boost saying, look, I can still still play. And don't get me wrong, that day, that bowling attack wasn't really, apart from a couple of bowlers, wasn't really a full-team attack. No, it was it, it was a really good attack that day, and they really did test us out. And I thought, you know what, I could really, at that point, I think I'm getting back to where I should be near enough. I felt good, and it was a real confidence boost because the mental side of it from them two to four was on. Oh, it's, it's dark it is a dark it's a dark time yeah and just to have that even though i didn't get 100 i got a nice big a nice score i thought yeah okay i'm back 
maybe I'm coming more, back to where I need to be. Did you get more confidence batting that you could run, turn that aspect of batting rather than the fact that you're hitting runs? The actual yeah. Yeah, I think I think the running was the main thing because I think when I first come into this, I said to you, I don't know how I'm going to be able to run. Yeah, I would just I would play it by ear, and obviously there's a couple of times where I wanted to run and didn't. Yeah, but I think that was the first day because we didn't hit many boundaries that day. No, I'm guessing also if you're struggling to run, me coming out to bat is probably not the person you want. <laughs> no, it's not definitely. <laughs> no, you've run me ragged enough times. So I was just like, oh no, here we go. What do I do here? But <laughs> it kind of. It kind of spurred me on to 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 test. I don't know what even test it out. Just to yeah. just to just go with it because at that that point, I think in that innings, I didn't really think about money a lot. So, yeah, I was more run, yeah, I've been injured myself. And sort of like you say, you run, you do a turn, and you think, hang on a minute, I didn't thought that, and it's it's all right now. Yeah, I and think most most this injury is more once you've had the operation, it's more mental. Yeah, breaking down the mental aspects of it because it's very hard. Rehab is very hard. Um, because obviously, especially with lockdown as well, it made it 10 times harder. It was a lot of work, and obviously, you're not doing as much exercise as you normally do outside of lockdown. No. So, yeah, it, it, it really did obviously, it did help in a way batting with you because yeah. I just didn't think about it and I just got on with it. Because I know if, if I didn't run, you'd probably be in my ear roll <laughs> at the end of the over saying, Why didn't you run? <laughs> probably. Yeah. That's prerogative. Yeah, so moving yeah. on from that game, though, the next day, first time in a fair few years where you've played two weekends or yeah. two two games in a weekend. How did you feel going into that game? Was that, well, this could be hard. Wish I hadn't said I'd play. Yes, I think that when I woke up that morning, I was as stiff as anything. Um, I just, I just woke up. And I, I, don't, I don't want to play. There was a temptation to go, you know what, I'm going to text around and say no. But I thought, no, you know what, I'm going to turn up. Turn up and see. Because I know, I know what mounts like. Generally, it's not the toughest game, but I'll be underestimated them that day a little bit. But, yeah, there was a thing, oh, I, don't want to, I do not want to turn up. Saying. It was another hot, hot, really hot day, wasn't yeah. it? I think it was even hotter than the day before. Hot, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. But you make runs that day. Made runs. I think what spurred me on that day was the way they handled their first in- innings. Because yeah. I mean, I think we had a very young side. We had like Benji, uh, Libby playing, and we were just getting tonked everywhere. And for a friendly game, I, I just, I, just, I was keeping. I just thought, nah, this is not right here. Just not something's just not quite right. And it was a baking hot day as well. And I had a little run in with one of their batsmen as well. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to make you stay out there as well. And I think that kind of spurred me on. I, again, another day where I just forgot about the problems beforehand and just batted. And they did feed me a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Especially on the leg, because it was quite a short leg side boundary again. But it's just it was just another testament to me saying you can do this if you put your mind to it again and not think about what's going on in your lower half of your body. That's good. So where where would you say the body is now? Eighty percent. Oh, I had a I had a setback. Obviously, I think a couple of weeks after that, I actually fell down the stairs at home, um, mm. and land and actually jarred it and actually sprained it again. Uh, so, but I started jogging again. So again, I'm just working my way back up now. And obviously, 
again lockdown it's going to be difficult but I'm just going to keep going at it and hopefully I'll be nice fit and strong for next season once it gets hopefully gets up and running so yeah hopefully we'll get in a net sometime in in the next couple of months but who knows where we'll be so yeah yeah, definitely. But I, I'm really looking after what we had this season, which is a really enjoyable season as well. I'm really looking forward to what 2021 brings for the club as well. Great stuff. Well, Glenn, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Some great memories there, mate. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah, you definitely. very much for your time. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Rat. Thank you very much. Uh, bye. <laughs>